today's episode of the Hustle of the Day podcast, I have Gene Tien. Gene is a mindset coach mainly geared towards women in the workforce. However, her side hustle has taken off. Lots of great info. Let's jump into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle of the Day podcast. My name is Trent. I am super excited to be speaking today with Gene Tien. Gene, I want you to jump in here. Tell my audience a little bit about yourself and uh, why you're here on this podcast today. Sure. Thanks so much for having me, Trent. I am super excited and a little nervous to be on. So uh, <laughs> excuse any uh, nervous energy that I'm showing here. But I am an intuitive mindset coach, and I work with performance-driven, career-focused women to really help them reinvent their career because they've been feeling that you know, sense of something missing in their life. And so I work with them to tap into their zone of genius, to bring that joy, balance, and unfulfillment that they never realized they were missing back into their life. That's and very I do cool. that with my intuitive abilities. And also, um, I have over 20 years of uh, corporate experience. So I use that to do uh, my job as well. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, we talked uh, previously to this uh about how, you know, I've known people that could have used your experience uh, throughout their careers. And so that's very cool. I think it's a very needed, uh, you know, opportunity out there for you to be able to help women in this, in this aspect, because um, like I said, again, I've known people who don't feel fulfilled once they get climb that corporate ladder. And like you said, you've been in, you still are in that corporate environment. However, you mm-hmm. also are using that experience to help others. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Trent. It, you know, it really is. And the more that I'm doing this work and the more that I speak to people, I didn't realize that I was the only one feeling, un- I didn't realize that I was alone. I, I'm not alone in feeling this way in my corporate career. And I felt it for so long. But when you look around at everybody, like everybody has that smile on their face at work and they have this persona that they're doing totally well and you can try to get them to talk about, you know, how they're really feeling, but they're not really sharing what it is that they're truly feeling. And But now that I'm talking to them from a different angle, it's amazing that there are so many women out there who just don't feel fulfilled at work and they're just feeling like, what is this all for? And that question hits them. And when it hits them, it hits them pretty hard. Yeah, absolutely. And the great thing is, uh, you know, you your career right now uh, with the mindset coaching is more female centric, but we've got a ton of content that we're going to talk about with just starting side hustles in general. So awesome. I'm super excited to, you know, dive into some of those other aspects and you, you mentioned you're a mindset uh, coach mm-hmm. and yes. what it, what does it take in terms of mindset to start your own side hustle like you're doing right now? So it takes a true determination and an understanding of why you want to start your side hustle. That aspect is key because because that is your motivating factor. That's what's going to drive you to keep going when you're facing the challenges, when you're facing like the burnout and and not necessarily burnout, but when you're feeling just so tired and fed up and you've gotten one rejection after another and you just don't feel like you can go on anymore, your why and understanding that aspect of it is truly what's going to keep pushing you 
forward and what's going to keep like lighting that fire under your tushy. And I don't know if I can say anything more than that, but like under your tushy in order for it to like, you know, for you to keep going until you reach your goal. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'm a big believer in, in the why. Um, and so I, I agree that that's going to really be your motivating factor when you don't feel like doing something, you know, we all have a lot, a lot of time commitments, um, you know, whether it's family, whether it's work, whether it's, um, you know, some other service related thing that we all have those time commitments. And yeah. so that's, what's going to really push you through. Um, and yeah. one, yeah. one aspect that you mentioned too is, uh, not necessarily just the why, but also having a passion for what you're doing. Can you speak yes. to that a little bit about having the passion for your side hustle? Absolutely. So that ties in so closely with your why, because when you are truly loving what you do and you get excited to do it, that feeds into your why, because um, you wouldn't have a why if you weren't passionate about it, right? So like, for example, for me, I love what I do. I love helping people. And the passion that I have for it comes into my why. It's like, well, why am I putting myself and working, you know, 12, 13 hour days and you know, taking time away from my family? Uh, because I love it. I love being able to help people. And that is that passion of mine. And it ties so neatly into my why. And not only that, but like, I know I'm good at it too. So that's like the zone of genius aspect in it too. So when you have that kind of like perfect alignment, that perfect trinity, right? In terms of passion, why, and zone of genius, it just, it, it's kind of like an unstoppable force that kind of just carries you through all of the aspects of starting your hustle and continuing with your hustle and being able to achieve your hustle and being, and, and not having it as your hustle anymore and making it kind of like your full-time career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So I think, you know, having that uh, passion aspect, you know, ties into, um, you know, the, the common phrase, you know, find something that you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. And you know, exactly. it requires a lot of work. That's the, that's the misconception I think is that, you know, whatever you're doing is going to require a lot of work, but if you're so passionate about it, yes. it's worth it all. It's not going to feel like the traditional work. Oh yeah. And it's so true, right? Because like when I go to, and you know, this, my whole journey started about three years ago and I was waking up every day and I was like, oh my goodness, am I having to repeat this pattern over and over again? Is my life really just about waking up, feeding the kids, taking the train, going to work, answering people's questions? I mean, it's this repetitive pattern and I can predict it over and over again. Like, is that what the next, like, and when I thought about that being like the next 50 years of my life, like my stomach just felt like I was going to vomit just because of mm -hmm. the fact that like, it just wasn't what I wanted. Right. It's not where my passion was. And, and I didn't work like I worked, but I didn't work as hard as I do now. Meaning like I didn't work as many hours as I did, you know, back then that I do now because I also have the hustle, but I, it doesn't feel like work. You know what I mean? Like it feels like a fun project that you're working on. It feels like, this thing that like, yeah, sometimes it can feel like work because you're just, you're, you're physically and mentally drained and you have to re, you know, recharge and stuff like that. But it's not hard. It's not, it's not something where you, you wonder like, is this really going to be the next 50 years of my life? You're just like, 
can this really be the next 50 years of my life? Can this really be this much fun that I get to work with clients and I get to help them like see things that they never seen before? And, you know, gives you this feeling every single time, like, could this truly be my life rather than the total, like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's great that you, that you have found that passion. Uh, So when was it that you said this journey started about three years ago. When did you start realizing that your services really were needed? Was it about that time frame, or was did it start a little bit earlier no. than that? Or? It definitely wasn't that time frame. What what started so about three years ago? That's when I started feeling this sick feeling, and mm-hmm. that's when I started to I'm mentally sick, not physically sick, but like. Um, but that's when I started to question my choices. That's when I started to question what it is that I'm doing, what my life is about. And quite frankly, the meaning of life and what it really meant came up a lot in my day to day. Right. And so I started looking into this. I started working on myself. That's when I started to um, follow more of a spiritual path, which led me why, like, which led me down into this intuitive aspect of my mindset coaching as well. And I started to be able to hone my intuition so that I'm able to tune in to get the answers that I need for myself as well and to practice kind of the spiritual um, routine that has helped me a lot with understanding what it is that I'm supposed to do. And as I started talking to people and what the spiritual journey has allowed me to do is allow me to take a step back and take a step out of like the day-to-day crap is what I'll say. It's like the day-to-day crap and kind of see it for what it is, right? And kind of see people for who they are and what they are, quite honestly, right? And instead of putting myself in the day-to-day and getting caught up in the drama, what the spiritual path has actually shown me is um, that there's a lot of people out there who are suffering. There's a lot of people out there who are feeling what I'm feeling. And there's a lot of people out there that the more I speak to people and kind of share what I do, like they're just like, this is something that's really needed, just kind of like what you said earlier today, right? That, um, and so when, so as I'm kind of tuning in and as kind of talking to people, it became obvious that like, you know, this is a service that I can really help people with. And that's, and I would say like, I haven't really, like I've been starting on the work to put things together, but in terms of the actual business aspect, going out there and reaching out for clients, it really started um, late 2019. Okay. So it's been yeah. fairly recent where it, it's fairly it's really, recent. Yeah. But the great thing is, I think uh, you mentioned fulfillment, you know, you help, help people find their fulfillment. I think mm-hmm. one thing that I've really loved speaking to people when, when they are getting fulfillment out of the work that they do. I imagine the work you're doing now with uh, the mindset coaching, helping these women through this process is very fulfilling for you as well. Oh yeah, it's definitely, definitely. I love, I don't mean to say this in a mean way, but like I love making people cry. And the reason why I love <laughs> making people cry <laughs> because they get that aha moment. They've allowed themselves to understand and tap into who they really are. And it's like this emotional process. And it's this like, it's almost like this wall that they've held up for so long, like has finally, like they finally allowed for themselves to let it down and for them to understand what's truly going on in their lives so that they can then start to fix it. And that's like, honestly, that's so fulfilling because that's what impact is really all about, right? Even in my day-to-day job, the reason I got into my day-to-day job and the reason I followed my traditional career path, right, 
was because I've always wanted to help people. But the job that I do on a nine to five basis, it's not life or death. It's not that serious. It's not, you know, it's not of meaning to anyone in particular. And that was the unfulfilling aspect of it, right? It's like I knew what I did and I knew that I could help people and I help people do their jobs better and that kept me going. But this job in terms of this hustle that I do, it's so, it just lights me up like so much so because I see that actual direct one-on-one impact. Like, oh my gosh, like their life will be better now directly because I've been able to help them achieve what it is that they've always wanted to, but just never, you know, like allow themselves to, or let themselves think that they could. Yeah. I think one thing that keeps coming to my mind as we're talking is the word vulnerable. I mean, you, yes. you you're allowing people to be vulnerable in yeah. a safe space. Um, and you're being vulnerable yourself by saying, you know what, I understand what it was like to be behind that fake smile of, you know, this is, this is just the way it is. And, you know, you're allowing them to see that you're being vulnerable, which allows them to be vulnerable, which allows you to help them. So that's, that's yeah. very cool that, um, you know, just by being vulnerable yourself, you're, you're helping other people down this path. Yeah, you're right. No, that's a really great point. Vulnerability is an interesting word, right? And it's an interesting um, concept slash um, image or perception that people have of vulnerability. I think people tend to think of vulnerability as a weakness, like, oh, you don't show that, you know, you're afraid of something. Oh, you can't, you know, like show that you don't know something. But quite honestly, that's where people really make the impact. Like you said, when you have that vulnerability, when you share with people, even as leaders today, when we look at leadership today, when we look at them, maybe not so much at the very top, you know, whatever, but like when we look at who our true leaders are, the people who we identify with most, the people who we are the most influential, and most influential rather than the influencers, but the most influential ones are the ones who put their stories out there. And they're like, hey, I was you. This is what I did. And I know you can do it too. And that's what truly inspires people. So vulnerability, you know, I think times are changing. I think vulnerability is becoming much more of an accepted form of, you know, character trait, whatever. Um, But it's, it's definitely a process to move people away from that aspect of like, I can't be vulnerable to like, it's okay. Nobody's judging you, you know, like you're sharing and that's helping people. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you, you mentioned, you mentioned it perfectly of, you know, vulnerability used to be kind of a bad word and, you know, it is definitely changing, which is, is great. Um, and it's great to be able to talk about some of those things and, uh, have people open up because that's when you get the true person. It's not just, you know, the fake facade that, you know, so many put, so many people put out there. Um, but another, another word that's kind of had a bad stigma that I'm, you know, several people are trying to do this, but one thing that I like to highlight is failures. What's, what's something that you've had in the, in the process of um, starting, a, you know, this, this journey? What's a failure that you've had and what is something that you've learned from it? Because we, we all do experience failures on different oh, levels. Yeah. And so... I have failed so many times through (laughs) personal, through my corporate job. And, you know, I mean, I don't even know how many times I've launched something since I've started and it's just gotten like, 
like response, like nothing. And each time that that happens, it's just like, oh my gosh, like, am I really meant to be doing this? And like, am I offering something? Do I suck at this? And um, yeah, there's just, when you're doing, when you're in that coaching industry, right? Like we don't necessarily have product launches, but we have program launches and we have services that we offer. And when you think you have a great service and nobody takes it, it's just like, (laughs) like that kind of can be a big failure um but yeah those but you know at the end of the day it's also important to look at why things didn't go the way that you expected right and that's the mindset aspect to it too and it's it's each failure and it's hard to like even get upset about certain things like Yes, would I be upset if one of my next launches doesn't work out? Absolutely. I would be <laughs> you know, I'd be really upset. But at the end of the day, there's something that didn't go right with this. So is it it's just a lesson like what do I need to do better next time? What do I need to fix for next time so that um, you know, it it can be better presented. It can be better received. Like, you know, it, it's that whole mindset of failure is never the end. It's just Mm -hmm. part of the journey. Absolutely. And that's where, you know, that passion comes back into it. Because if you know you provide a fantastic service, you're doing a disservice by letting the failure stop you. You know, you're, you're thinking, you're not thinking of the people that you can impact. You're only thinking about yourself. Whereas if you have that passion, you, you know, Hey, this is going to impact people, whether it's through a product or service or, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, you're doing a disservice by not getting it to more people. And so you've got to have that passion to keep going in spite of those failures. And so I applaud you for still going and still keeping at it because you do have a new course coming up as well, correct? I do, I do. Um, So I have a new course that's actually so aligned with what we're talking about today, which is perfect. Um, And that's how the universe works. When something is aligned, it all comes together nicely. And so for me, it is called the Power Through Passion Program. And it is a three-month group coaching course. And I work with individuals. Um, It's more targeted towards corporate women at this time. Um, But I work with my members to be able to help them tap into their passion, tap into their zone of genius, and really be able to reinvent themselves and in that process to reinvent their careers as well. And it's really for those that just, you know, keep wondering, like, what else is out there for me? And that's the number one question that I see. That's the number one question that I get is like, I want to understand like where else, you know, what else I can do. I know I'm capable of more. I know that, you know, like, you know, I want to see what else is there out there for me. Like this just doesn't feel like it could be the end. Right. And so this course is perfect um, for those individuals who are feeling this way, because once we are able to identify the fears that are holding them back, release them and to bring it and help them tap into that space where they fully can accept themselves for who they are and to understand what their passion is and what lights them up and what their zone of genius is. And literally we work to tie that Trinity together, the why, the passion and the zone of genius so that they know exactly what is next for them. Instead of sitting there wondering like, well, maybe I should go here and maybe I should go there. It's like this chaotic energy that we want to all bring together to have a very much, to help them create that very much aligned next step in their life, in their careers. And so it's really exciting. I'm really excited about it. That's cool. Yeah. Kind of harnessing that chaos rather than just, you know, letting it run run wild. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Very cool. I'll, I'll make sure to post a link to that uh, when awesome. that launches, which it should be right about the time this, this episode airs. But um, so I want to talk a little bit more about, um, you know, the, you going back towards that, that failure a little bit, um, you know, you, mm-hmm. you put something out there and, you know, sometimes you kind of think maybe people won't sign up for it. And, you know, that runs through your head and I understand yes. that, but what, what was a challenge that you never expected that, that was presented to you? So, um, it's interesting, right? Because when we think of entrepreneurship, we think that the key to success is hitting getting that product exactly correct. Meaning that like all we need is a product that people will like, and then we will get success. Right. Um, but the biggest challenge and especially being in kind of this energetic, spiritual, um, you know, intuitive kind of offering service industry. Um, what for me, the biggest challenge is like understanding that there is a huge correlation. If, it's actually a one-to-one correlation between the success of your business and your energy. Meaning that like what you just said before is that if you're, if I'm feeling like this program that I'm issuing is going to suck and nobody's going to want to buy it and it's just never going to take place. And the, you know what, at the end of the day, that, that program is going to suck. It's never going to buy because my energy isn't out there. I'm not excited for it. And if I'm not excited for it, the people out there aren't going to want to hear about it. They're going to, they're, everybody senses energy. It's like when you walk into a room, you can tell if the room, if the people in the room are excited or if it's like, you know, if it's like a boring, like, okay, let's say, for example, for all the men demographics of your audience you're going to a ball game right you can and you get into the ball game late you can tell if it's like a boring game if there's excitement in the game or you can tell if it's going to be like a lot of like nervous energy because like the home team is like you know kind of maybe not making it it's the same thing people feel energy you don't have to be psychic you don't have to be intuitive it's just natural it's a natural part of us and so the energy that we put out and we put out through our products as well. We put out through our services as well. And so we need to be able to hone and harness and protect and, and to really protect our energy. I'll say that, right? Um, in order for us to be able to, in order for us to be able to promote and to sell our products successfully. So it's not necessarily that we need the perfect product and there's no fault to the product or there's no fault to that service. It's we need to be so confident in what we're doing and excited for it. That doesn't matter if like the product doesn't always work. I mean, think of how many like stupid products you bought, right? But you (laughs) bought it because you believed in it. And the reason you believed in it is because the um, creator of it believed in it, right? Like they, they, they honestly believe that this is the best, crap on earth not crap but you know what i mean like this is the you know this is the best thing since sliced bread and it carries through so that is my long-winded way of saying that has been the biggest surprise the biggest challenge in terms of getting the programs and launches out there because people will like when you're doing something that's so outside of your comfort zone like you you normally like you talk yourself out of things you're like uh maybe you know and you find every single excuse in the book to not do it or to hold off on it or to whatever it is and then when it's finally time you start to question it all and that's the and that's the biggest challenge is not allowing for your mind 
to go there, not allowing for that ego, that rational mind to start finding excuses to keep you back in your safe zone because that's what it's designed to do, right? So that's and also another reason why your motivation, your why, your passion is so important because if you believe in it, when you believe in it that much, not if, but when you believe in it that much, you can tell your ego to like, hey, I got this. I, I hear you. Thank you for trying to keep me safe. But this is the risk that I'm willing to take because I really freaking love what I do. I really freaking love this product that I'm doing and people are going to as well. And that is the biggest challenge that, quite frankly, um, has been for me, the, the thing that I have had to work on the most is like, okay, let me just, especially, you know, and it's hard because when you've had failures before, right? It's like, it's like you, you kind of get a little nervous about the next one. So that's been always like the challenge of like, okay, let me get this. I know this is good. Let me not think about anything else. And it's kind of going into that tunnel vision of like, this is going to be the best freaking thing I've ever done in my life. Yep. I, I subscribe <laughs> to that 100%. Uh, I've mentioned this before on my podcast, but uh, my daughter, uh, who's in second grade, we have this computer program uh, that we have to do for math. And she got to like 65% fluency for her grade and then just stumbled and stopped there for probably a month, like just stayed in the same place. She couldn't get progress any further. And, you know, I, I kept telling her, I'm like, okay, let's try this. Let's, before we start, let's say we're awesome at math. You know, you yeah. tell yourself I'm awesome at math. You know, she just felt defeated that she couldn't get yeah. further. And every time we did that, uh, you know, if we start, start before her, uh, computer program of I'm awesome at math, do it multiple times till she feels it. I mean, we went from 65% to a hundred percent in a matter of weeks. Like it was, yeah. just, that's awesome. It's that's absolutely awesome. a mindset thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause when you, when you know, and you, you believe that you can do it, like you can do it. And it's so important, like you can do it. Um, and your daughter's an amazing example because that's exactly how it works. It's such a, it's exactly how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's translated into other things of, uh, you know, we went to, we were fortunate to go to Legoland earlier this year and Fun. she wanted to go on a roller coaster and it's like, all right, got to have the right mindset. It's got to be fun. And it will be fun. If you're scared, you're going to be scared. And, you know, exactly. it's, it translates into all aspects of your life. So your next course, the Power Through Passion course, is going to be successful, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so because this is the Hustle of the Day podcast, I, I always ask, what is your personal definition of the word hustle? You know, it's so interesting. I think when you ask that question, and I know like most people consider hustle, like, you know, working hard to make a living or to make a buck, like that's kind of the traditional form. And yes, like that is what we're doing when we're working on the side um, business or when we are an entrepreneur, it's our hustle, right? Like, but I almost want to kind of change it and, and say like, it's not necessarily a hustle if you love what you're doing. It's a passion. And so for me, it's like, yeah, the hustle is there. Like, okay, fine. But I'm never working in that energy of lack because I, I always have, like, because I'm, I'm trying to get what I don't have, right? Like, I'm just trying to materialize what already exists, what already exists for me. Um, 
And so that's kind of where my business is. Um, and that's what I'm doing. So um, I don't necessarily call it a hustle. And I think, you know, I think it's super important when we start thinking like our side business is not chasing something that we lack. It's chasing something that we already can see is going to be what is going to be there for us when we start to take on this action. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it reminds me kind of, uh, I've mentioned this before too, but uh, Ed Milet calls it blissful dissatisfaction. You know, you need to be, yeah. it's not a lack thing. You know, you, you need to be happy with what you have now, but never satisfied with where you're at. You need to always be continuing growing and, and yeah. expanding and whatever you're doing, but at the same time, being grateful for what you have. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And when you, when you're working towards it, like it doesn't feel like that hustle energy, you know what I mean? Like you're not like, not like hustling. You're kind of like <laughs> just doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so last week when we, we spoke, uh, you know, last week prior, you know, prepping to this, um, and you had all sorts of distractions behind you as often I do oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you balance that? How do you balance family? How do you balance a corporate job? How do you balance a side hustle? Like where do you, where do you put the priority on the time? Yeah. I lock my door. That's how I balance it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mommy's getting on a call. Don't interrupt. No. <laughs> and I lock my door to be safe. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> It's, it's, it really is about prioritization and holding space for what matters to you. And every single day, it's going to be something different. And so, um, you know, right now, even in my LinkedIn, I'm doing like this mindset behind time management series discussion. And there really is, you know, one thing I hadn't appreciated before all of this is that there really truly is a mindset aspect behind time management because all of us have 24 hours in a day. And so one person doesn't have more time than the other, but there's ways that we can maximize that time that we do have. And there's a way that we can be more productive during the same period of the 24 hour span. And so, and it goes back to like what we've been talking about throughout this thing too, is that when you prioritize what you want, you're going to find the time for it. You're going to hold the space for it. Right. And then when you get to a point, you can delegate a lot of it and expand the time that you have as well. So the 24 hours that we have may become third, you know, effectively 30 hours in productivity rather than just 24. And, you know, it's, it's not necessarily like, okay, at nine o'clock, I have to do this. At 10 o'clock, I have to do this, but it's like, all right, tuning in. And this is something that's so funny. Like I was actually sharing this on LinkedIn today is that, it's important to tune in and ask yourself, what is the most important thing that I'm focusing on today? Because it's not always going to be the same every day, right? And, um, and when you tune into that and ask yourself that question and allow for the answer to come, you're going to have the answer. The more you practice it, the more it's going to um, come more easily. And you just keep taking action on it and you keep taking action on it. And, um, and yes, like with regards to the corporate, the nine to five and, you know, the, the side business and my family, 
is it always going to be that I have eight hours for each part? No, absolutely not. Like I need sleep too. And I love my sleep. So <laughs> sucks were one of them. Right. Um, <laughs> but there's going to be days where I don't need to focus that much time on my business. There's going to be days where I have to focus that much time on my business. Like for the next couple of weeks, it's about getting the program together. And so like, there's much more time that I'm going to have to spend, which means maybe my family will have to be able to, you know, kind of hang out without me for a little bit. Or so it's about that prioritization. And, um, and being okay with it because you understand what it's about, right? So if you're feeling like, ugh, like I can't make the sacrifice or I don't want to make the sacrifice, then kind of it's a pretty good indication that maybe you're not doing what you're truly passionate about, right? Very, very cool. Yeah, that <laughs> that is something that we need to have that self-realization that, you know, if it isn't a priority to you, then it really isn't a priority to you. So, right. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's not a priority right now. And that's okay right. because there's been so many times where my nine to five have taken my over, like all of my working hours. And I'm okay with that because that's just what is needed at this time. And so it's not, there's no deadline that you have to get to a certain place by a certain time. I think in human mind form, like we want to see things happen, but we want to see it happen. And we're trying to control that because we're afraid it's not going to happen if it doesn't happen according to our right. definition, according to our timeline. But, you know, things happen and we just have to understand that you got to just prioritize. And at the end of the day, it's going to work out. It just may not work out exactly how you planned it to, but it will work out. And that's all that matters at the end. Yeah. And that's why they, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. You can look back and say, okay, yeah, that happened for that reason. And it did exactly. lead me to the right path, even though I thought it was the worst thing at the time. It, yeah. it, it really happened for my benefit to get me to where I wanted to go. So, Yes, exactly. Exactly. And then like, you know, we have such short vision. We definitely have like near, what is it? Near sighted vision, right? We can only see things that are directly in front of us instead of like long term. And so we set up these parameters and if we don't achieve them, then it's like, oh my gosh, I failed, right? But mm -hmm. it's not, it, it, it's not a failure. It's just like, all right, so what is it that I need to reassess? What is it that I need to readjust in, in terms of my plans or my timeline? And, you know, making time for everything. And, and yeah, sometimes people will just have less of your time. I don't watch TV anymore. That's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that can definitely take up, uh, take up some time. Yeah. Whereas, uh, it's not always to your benefit. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, um, what's something that, and this could be business or personal, but what's something that excites you about the future? My future. That is exciting. Um, what is it? I just, I can't, I'm so excited for when I'm able to make huge impact, like huge impact, like huge. <laughs> and to be able to just help a ton of people and be able to share my message and be able to like, you know, help people avoid, like share, share with people my story so that it helps them feel that they're not alone. It helps them feel that they have hope and that they, you know, that they have better things planned for them because I've been in their shoes. I've been in that situation where like, I just don't know what's wrong with me. Like, why is it that everybody else looks like 
they are doing so well and that they love what they do. And why is it that I can't do that? Well, it's not that you can't. You just have it. It might just not be your time. Maybe you haven't met the right people, whatever it is. But like you, everybody, everybody can have that. And I, you know, and I'm so excited for that time when I'm able to help people realize that and then see that, you know, like, you know, see that they can take the actions and that they have the power within them to get out of whatever it is that they're feeling now. Because, you know, I get it. It's so, it can be so lonely. It can be so, um, like not sad, but I don't, I can't find that word, but it's just like disheartening, right? Like when you, when you think that you're meant for so much more and you come to this realization or this point in your life or career that it's just like, is this really all there is? And like, why is it that I can't achieve what so-and-so has? Because I know I'm just as good. Yeah, they can. It's just, they haven't, you know, like they just haven't been told that yet, or they haven't realized that yet. And so, yeah, like that's what I get excited about. It's like, I, you know, I can help people not feel like I did when I was going through the challenges that I was going through. Yeah. Experience is a great uh, opportunity to learn and, uh, you yeah. know, share that experience with others. Uh, so the question is where you're, you're on the, on the path, you're, you're starting to make those impacts. Where can people find you and uh, get more information about you uh, so that you can make a bigger impact? Oh, sure. I would love for them to contact me. Um, and so I have a website. It's jeantian.com. Um, but I have also a Facebook group and it's called Revolutionizing Corporate Women. And that is where I come on and I share tips of the day, mindset tips of the day. I offer free mindset coaching calls once a month. And, you know, it's a place where like-minded people who are just seeking more in their life and wanting to bring in that joy and fulfillment back into their lives, wanting to expand past that corporate, you know, mold that we've been told we need to fit into um, and that they can grow there. And also I'm on LinkedIn. I'm pretty heavy in terms of LinkedIn, always posting videos and tips and stuff like that. And they can find me there on Chintian. All right. I'm everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I'll make sure to Google me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I'll make sure to include links uh, in the show description so people can uh, get access to you and all the great things that you're working on. But I want to thank you for your time to that. uh, You took time out of your day. You know, we talked about that time prioritization. And so I appreciate that I was able to you know wiggle my way into that time and uh, you're definitely a priority (laughs) this is definitely a priority and i love what you're doing with the show and i love the concept behind it behind it and people being able to share and show others that like it's doable right and don't Mm -hmm. talk yourself out of it because you know there's like a million and one ideas and a million and two of them are out there for a reason so yeah people want it well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, but I, I know I've gotten value out of this. So I know my audience has gotten value out of this. Great. So I encourage you all to get out there and hustle the day. Thanks for listening to the Hustle the Day podcast all the way through. I really appreciate that. I just want to let you know that I help small businesses with their online strategy. So if you or anyone that you know needs help with their online strategy and owns a small business, I'm your guy. Go ahead and connect with me 
at Trent V. Bray on Instagram or TrentVBray.com.